0: My skin is black. What you looking Masking at?
1: Yeah. i feel what so good nice to be black, black so right now black. <laughs> what you
0: welcome to episode 121 of the black in fashion podcast guess what guys we are back it is season four and it's also our four-year anniversary i know you guys missed us but i hope you got a chance to catch up on the 120 episodes that we released further uh, i wanted to make sure that i came back strong with swinging with a uh, dope guest and make sure you guys are benefiting and learning from the podcast, being inspired and being motivated, and I'm just so happy to be back in the studio, and I am more than ecstatic to have my first guest um, of season four. It is Weston Hall. Weston Hall um, is a New York-born artist and a creative entrepreneur, but he is now based in Miami, Florida. Mm-hmm. He is the brainchild behind Pierre Vance. I hope I said that right, an invite-only designer fashion brand and Oka, an invite-only designer furniture brand. Weston Hall produces art with his with this mission in mind, to inspire, to innovate, and enhance everyday life experiences through creative expression and design. Weston, thank you so much for joining us today, and if I s- uh, said or pronounced any of those two things wrong, please correct me. I get talked about my accent all the time. <laughs>
1: uh, thank you so much for having me, um, and uh, like the pronunciation was fine.
0: Okay. Okay. I'll tell you. That. that was a good one. I was like, "Ooh, I fucked that up." <laughs> okay. All right. So I like to start every podcast with just like a little icebreaker. It's called "This or That." Um, so you're just gonna tell me which thing you like over the other. Okay. Okay. All right. So for guys, um, dad hats or fedoras.
1: Dad hats or fedoras. Mm-hmm. Dad hats.
0: V neck or crew neck.
1: True
0: neck. Varsity or a bomber? No, no. Varsity or a trench? Uh varsity. Varsity. Okay. And are you a slim leg or you know the flare legs is coming back?
1: I'm a slim at the moment. Yeah, slim I'm at the
0: left. moment. Okay. And last one, Adidas or Nike. A Nike. Nike. Okay. So um, I would like to start by you just giving us a little bit of background about yourself. Um, I know you're from Brooklyn, but of course we gotta know what borough you're actually from, and just a little bit about your background and how you came into the design world.
1: Cool, oh, cool. So, go ahead. So, mm-hmm. so I'm actually from Rochester, New York. Okay. But I lived in brook I lived in Brooklyn for a little bit after I graduated from university um, for about a year. or So, um, and then I moved to Miami after that, um, and then I moved to Tokyo, Japan, which I think we'll get into later. Um, and then now I'm back in Miami again. Um, so in, I guess I guess in terms of like my background, like, I guess like where do you want me to start? Like, what's a good? I, guess I like me, you.
0: I like people to start at childhood. Like, when did the creative juices oh. start flowing? Like, what was the first item you designed? You touched? You sewed? Did Granny teach you how to sew? Did you learn on your own? But like, get start at the bottom.
1: Okay. All right. So okay. So so. My grandma was, like, a huge influence on me. She was, like, our our main caregiver. Um, Though, in the sense of, like, the art and the creative stuff, I kind of picked it up from her. She had gardens and just, like, had fancy dresses and hats and jewelry and stuff. So I think that subconsciously influenced me when I was younger growing up. Um, In terms of, like, actually creating stuff, I started writing songs when I was really young. When I was young, probably, like, around... 2004, or so I started like writing songs and whatnot, just because I listened to hip hop. I was influenced by the hip hop culture, you know, the creative direction for the videos, like the fashion, art, just the whole thing. So I started, like I started actually printing out lyrics from different artists I was I liked a lot, and I started just like using that as like references to write my own stuff. So I did that for a few years actually. Um, but like in terms of creativity, like as I got older, I started focusing more on like making money. So I actually started doing landscaping for a while, and the music stuff wasn't really that important to me. And then um, after a few years of doing landscaping and going to university, I I, I met this this kid. He was um, like into the music world for like more more like Caribbean Afrobeat type stuff. And he was like, Hey, yo, man, like try rapping. So then like years later, after I, started, I was writing songs as a child i was older in college now and just like making these songs in, in my dorm room basically for a while and so during university i actually kind of popped off locally like as like an artist in a sense i guess oh. um So yeah so so like i was like doing shows locally and like you know making a little money here and there and just went my as a full-time student um, so yeah like i guess in my early years like yeah like my whole creative like my, my whole creative side has kind of been influenced by that and then and then and then um in terms of fashion and stuff like since I was younger I've always been fascinated by fashion I would take my grandma's like jewelry and stuff and like you know make it more masculine or like would like take take um like different outfits and from you know it's like to use that as like um that's where you'd be creative, right? Like, we'd go to Salvation Army. I would, like, shop at thrift stores and all these different places to get retro stuff and kind of it, match my fashion. So, like, that's, like, where the fashion started. But I never thought I could really do fashion until I got older. And, like, you know, my mentors and whatnot were, like, hey, like, this is what you're really into. Like, you should put more energy into it. So, as I got older and whatnot, that's when I started really getting into fashion. Started, like, designing pieces and T-shirts um, and designs and, um, like, actual canvas art
0: nice 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 well is it one that you prefer over the other like do you enjoy painting more than creating clothes or do you have like a you know just a different love for both of them
1: yeah it's a different love for both of them yeah it's like you know each one has its 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 i guess experience
0: gotcha can you tell me about um your biggest accomplishment thus far and how that made you feel
1: Biggest accomplishment I would say thus far is just being able to really help my family and my friends, whether it be through like knowledge, um, whether it be through like helping them network with people, whether it be like financially. I think like that's my biggest accomplishment and what I'm most proud of.
0: Okay, all right. And what would you say has been your big biggest obstacle thus far?
1: Biggest obstacle? I would say being black in America.
0: Yeah, being black and fashion and stuff, I think. Can you tell me about a time when you experienced any like diversity within your brand and like just growing that you know kind of really made you, you know, take a step back and maybe like just look at the world a little differently?
1: Well, I mean, that's something I've dealt with my whole life, right? In a sense, of being being black, right? So it's not that it's like nuding or anything, or that I notice it. I'm not to a point where, like, I'm, like, in, like, you know, I've, I've been at events and stuff like that, but I'm not to a point where, like, I'm on a massive um, stage yet, yeah, and I had like, a lot of people, you know, I guess, what's the word, like, critiquing me or, like, talking about me and stuff. So I have an experience to, like, that degree, but just in general throughout my life. You know, I've, I've had to deal with adversity, racism. Um, my background is, like, I come from poverty. Um, so, yeah, just, like, all those experiences and, like, the adversity like, I went through growing up. And I mean that I go through now has just made me, I don't know, just be more thick-skinned and just more focused on like, you know, like what what my goals are in the sense of helping the world or or, or, or or like creating fashion or like you know building relationships as opposed to thinking what people or caring what people say or think about me. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Have you ever read the book The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck?
1: Um, I, I kind of read it. Like I like had like uh, I, like. Like through YouTube, like audiobooks and whatnot. And like the the the, the I, like the general um I guess message from the story I, I understand very well. So
0: Gotcha. Makes sense. Yeah. So, um one of our um our segments that we like to do is called <laughs> It's a Success or It's a Disaster? Can you tell me about a time within your career that something really, really went, you know, completely to to shit, to hell, but it was a learning experience from you and you maybe have changed the way you did business um, in the future?
1: Hmm. Um, Well, I mean, like that's, I mean, that's like the life, right? I mean, for me, like, I like, as when I was younger, I had my first business when I was 13 and I was doing landscaping for several years, Mm -hmm. just walking around and, you know, talking to people, getting my own clients, negotiating all that stuff when i was 13 to probably at like 21 or 22 is when i stopped doing it so i did that i did that for a while but then like in university like i had all these ideas like i told you i was doing music at some point i like started consulting business i'm like this college kid like trying to consult people like what but i tried that i tried doing um, yeah just like these different business ideas and whatnot like as as i was growing up and then um but like from each experience i learned something right and then like you know this next idea, or this next thing you curate, or this next path that, you, that 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 like you build on and stuff, right? Like you can apply those learnings and whatnot. But what kind of happened was like now where I'm at in life, I was able to combine all those things I was passionate about and like I wanted to do. Like now I can do all of it now, and like be you know be able to live off of it and you know um, and whatnot. So I think like just in general, like trying a lot of things and failing at them, you know, whether it be like from like a, a business perspective or like. Um, I guess like from, from like relationship perspective whatever the case is i think just like failing is very important and that i think that's a key reason why i'm able to be around that in life right now
0: gotcha i like to hit that what would you say or who would you define as your target uh, demographic and consumer
1: um it's more so like um like my core fan base are people who are into like luxury art and like luxury designer wear so like my um, fan base are usually people who wear gucci who wear Balenciaga, versace those type of brands so that's like my core but then i also have like kind of i mean in my terms and like what people say like a cult type of following where it's like more underground uh street wearing stuff because it's invite only and exclusive limited quantity like mm-hmm. people are very hyped about it so like that's the other side of it you know like these, these, hype, these type people
0: Gotcha, and where are you manufacturing? Are you manufacturing in the U.S. overseas? Like, where are you getting your clothing produced at? Yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's here in the U.S.
0: Gotcha. And if you were like uh to give advice to like a new designer that was starting out, would you recommend that they manufacture overseas or in the U.S.? Like, have you had experience with manufacturing overseas or just U.S.-based? Um. Yeah.
1: A while ago, I, I used to do overseas when I lived in Tokyo. um But now I'm back in the states. I had to change my whole. Um, supply chain and operations but like I personally say like if you can have people help you here in the states that would be the best decision. It might cost more but like if you're focused on quality or not and I think I think I think that extra cost is worth it and you're you're also supporting you know our economy here and like I guess providing jobs for people here and then like you're not supporting like that 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 negative stuff that happens overseas
0: definitely and would you say that you kind of fall in line with like the fashion calendar like are you doing like you know spring summer winter fall winter or are you kind of like just you know dropping product as it comes to you like i guess i'm more so want to know like what does the design process look like for you
1: um nah, it's like like my design process is really just like i just like drop just drop stuff when i want to and i feel like it like i haven't released anything in probably two years Mm -hmm. um since since tokyo but like that's because i've been like actually spending time building you know like you know uh, a business and like actually like building my craft working on my craft and like networking and like doing all some stuff i think is more important than just putting myself out there you know just to make sure that my brand and my pieces and everything i create is authentic so that reflects and people want to buy it and people support it and whatnot right so um Mm -hmm. like in terms of like how i how i um i guess operate Mm -hmm. um like i um Yeah, like i just like, kind of just drop based on like how i feel well i mean i mean i guess the goal is moving forward like once i you know once i i'm at a spot where i feel like i want to release new pieces and whatnot then like my process will be just like releasing when i want to and just making sure that that the pieces mean something to me and that like and that it's authentic to me and, and and my brand and like my i guess my vision that's like the most important thing so i'm not like i don't care about the calendar times or that like the events and stuff you know it's not about that it's about like okay like this is art like this is you know it's something that could like help someone else or like inspire someone else that.
0: that's something more was it hard for you to take that step back? Um, for me, out of course, I work in the manufacturing and product development world. So I work with so many designers that I've just worked with a lot over the, like in the last three years, I've worked with a lot of brands and I find that, you know, they get discouraged if they don't have sales like right off the back or like their designs don't like pop right off the back. So did you find it hard for you to like take a step back and really focus like on building the foundation first? Or was it like, a, did you have to go through something to get there or was it just like you just, you know, kinda of popped up like, No, this is what I'm gonna do.
1: Um, to be honest, like I just like like my whole my whole thing, like how I know that like I think like this is my purpose I guess part of my purpose is because I just did this like off of like my own my own inspiration and like me like by my you know like me just building stuff and not even saying anything like I built and was creating clothes for a whole year before I even told anyone the only person I knew was my girlfriend at the time yeah. you know like she was the one that was there and whatnot but like beside her like yeah like no one knew I was doing any of this like painting or designing or like building this brand or this legacy like for a whole year and a half probably so like my but but it's because I didn't care I don't, it's, it's, it's it's not like I was like walking around being like, Oh yeah, I'm a fashion designer and stuff. No, I was building something and just expressing myself through do things that I'm passionate about, which is art and fashion. So like that's kinda how it started and then just doing that consistently focusing on like, you know, like is this true to me? Like my you know, my vision, like you know, like to to me as a designer, all this stuff, like focusing on that and just like creating stuff with like no influence from the outside world or like no deadlines or whatever, anything like that is like, I think what created this, this brand and like, you know, these, this, this experience. And then also me as a person, me as an artist, I think just because I was doing it off of like sheer, sheer passion as opposed to like money and whatnot. Right. And I think like that will reflect people will notice that. And then you'll start to, you know, you'll start connecting with the right people and being the right people, like naturally, if you're doing it for know off of passion whereas like you know if it was money right like what happens is we we, we start to think overthink um the process and then sometimes you kind of fail because you're not doing it for the right reasons
0: gotcha that makes sense um if you was to give one piece of advice (laughs) one to a new designer what would you tell them
1: um one piece of advice i would say um like believing yourself and your vision. Honestly. Like just like just just like just believing yourself and your vision and then work hard. I don't know if that's one, but like I guess. That's, think that's all, a good one.
0: <laughs> those are all
1: equally important in my opinion.
0: Definitely is, without doubt. Um, question for you. So how did you well tell me tell me about Tokyo. Like, I'm very interested to know, like, how it was living there. Like, did you absorb a lot of, like, design, you know, inspiration, like, from the culture, or was it different? Like, I'd love to know how it is to live in a place like that.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing, honestly. And, like, that's, like, where, like, I really started, like, I guess, I guess, aligning with myself was in Tokyo, just because of all the art and fashion there, right? Like, where I lived at was right in central Tokyo, next to Hirojuku and, like, Rapongi. Um, so I was around that all all the time like the beautiful fashion the great art uh, the architecture um yeah i think I think overall um like like, like like for my experience it was great but um you know there was like i guess certain things I didn't like about the about living there um you know I wasn't a big fan of the food personally <laughs> like the people were nice there and also like i guess the main thing like being being, like, an African-American is being, like, a minority in general in Japan is not the easiest thing. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, like, like, for me, I wasn't really too, you know, too in tune with it. I wasn't paying too much attention to it, but, like, I knew it was happening, and, you know, like, you know, here and there I would have experiences where, you know, people would treat me a certain way because of how I looked. But, I mean, I didn't didn't let that really um, influence the experience too much um but then like in terms of like the other foreigners there and stuff that was that was a lot of fun I met a lot of friends from different countries who who have lived there for a while or who just moved there to Tokyo so that was that was an awesome experience um yeah I think think overall it's just a very inspiring city.
0: Gotcha I love that I love it so um would you ever go would you ever go back?
1: Um like to visit and stuff and to like travel and to have like exhibits and um or not but to live no it's very hard if you don't know japanese like
0: <laughs> i can imagine
1: <laughs> it's definitely an experience
0: definitely <laughs> i can only imagine like you're just trying to sit there with like google translator like trying to figure that out
1: <laughs> exactly using my hands and like pointing the thing right like
0: that has to be difficult for sure
1: i mean it builds character though right i come back i come back here and life's a lot easier so that was the cool thing about it it was it was way easier to you know i appreciated the smaller things a lot more once i came back here
0: definitely i know that had to be difficult though. <laughs> for sure so um you said you hadn't put out anything in about two years so i'd love to know what's uh what's next for you what's
1: next for me um i think i think like soon i'm gonna start putting pieces out there you know i, I started getting more active on social media after not posting for several years and things like that.
0: That's how that. I was going to ask you next. I was like, so what's up with your social? <laughs>
1: yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm back on it now. But no. yeah, just like, honestly, like I'm just going to start putting stuff out there, probably. Um, and actually, like live pieces, I'll be at events. You know, I, I was in New York Fashion Week uh, not too long ago. Um, yeah, so, so so like I'll start being like more active and whatnot. And I guess... Yeah, I mean, like, just, 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 just keep creating pieces and like experiences and, and enhancing everyday life experiences through my art. That's really, I guess, my goal.
0: Gotcha, makes absolute <laughs> sense for sure. Okay, so I like to end the the end our episodes with um, it's a muse. So, is there any book or mantra or affirmation that you like to share that you know keeps you motivated and you know keeps you going?
1: keeps me going. Um yeah, I mean it's just kinda of like I said said earlier, like just, just you know, like just believe in yourself for your vision, believe in like your, your team, like, you know, stay down, stay stay humble, stay grounded, but work hard. Just be a good person, honestly. Like life's a lot easier and more enjoyable if you're just a good person.
0: Gotcha. And can you throw out your social media handles so that people know like where to follow you and like how to keep up with you and of course I'll put this in the show notes as well.
1: Um. Yeah, and I um, just I just use Instagram. So Weston X Hall on Instagram.
0: Weston X Hall. All right, Weston X Hall. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I can't wait for this to come out. I enjoyed your conversation today and learning a little bit more about your brand. And I can't wait to see what's next from you. Great question, though. Me. Before I leave, though, just yeah. I have to know, how'd you get into furniture design? <laughs>
1: Uh, well it's I'm not like, like I'm just learning I'm in the early stages of trying different programs for it but I won't release anything for probably a year or so or more I'm just like learning early stage learning and connecting with people who actually work on it now
0: Gotcha. That's dope, because I'm like, fabric, I just, anything you can create, like, from home decor to furniture, I just think it's really, really dope, and, like, architecture, and I love it. I just, I forgot to ask that earlier. I was like, I really wanted to know that, too. Gotcha. What Weston, can you repeat your Instagram name again? I was looking for it so I can make sure I'm following you as well.
1: It is Weston, W-E-S-T-O-N, and then X-H-A-L-L.
0: Gotcha. All right. Perfect. All right. Well, you have an amazing day, and as I always say, Stay black.
1: <laughs> uh, you guys, too. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity, and please keep doing great things and inspiring our community. We Thank got this.
0: you. You have an amazing day, love.
1: You too. Bye. Bye-bye.